Hello, and welcome to another episode of Life with Martha. I'm your host, Martha. Duh. So I feel like I've given up on all of my laptops because the bigger laptop now decides that it wants to restart randomly while I'm in the middle of an episode. It did it to me yesterday. I lost everything that I had recorded. So now I'm to the point where I'm actually using my my uh, device that I typically use whenever I have Shane on the podcast and um, which allows us to both have microphones. And so I'm going to use that and then import it, export it, whatever to my lap. I'm going to download it to my laptop. So hopefully this sounds good. And if this is the case, I'm just going to roll with this and then just plug it in and download it to my laptop and go from there. So far in my headset or headphones, I sound fine. So we will see how this transfers over and we will hope for the best and hope that everything goes smoothly. Um, so this week seems to be cooler weather here in Portland, Oregon. It, I'm not kidding when I say that it skipped spring and went straight into summer like the last two weeks or maybe last week mainly maybe maybe it was the past two weeks we've been like mid 80s to 90s I'm like what is going on things are frying up when you water them they're just like it's too hot I'm burning and so it's like what I don't know maybe gardens will be better this year because we have so much sun right now I don't know I don't know we'll kind of see how that goes but I did read an article that we're supposed to have a really hot summer. So that is going to be so much fun and amazing when it happens. I hope you hear the sarcasm in my voice because I don't do well in the heat, but I have been doing better than previous years for sure. I wouldn't even go outside if it was like 80 degrees. I'm like, it's too hot. Um, but with that being said, Alvaro and I this year, this is the first time that we, we've always talked about it. We've always talked about it maybe the last like four years, maybe the last two actually, because I think Alvaro just recently started drinking more coffee. And so we both have decided that we don't like drinking hot coffee in the summer, like even in the mornings. But because he works at night, it's still warm when he leaves. And so like, yeah, I probably wouldn't want a hot coffee either. And so this year we're trying to do cold brew. We bought like a 51 ounce. Well, he bought one. He picked it out. He researched it, picked it out and bought a gigantic 51 ounce cold brew maker. And with that being said, it takes a lot of coffee beans or grounded coffee beans. We just made a new batch and it was 24 scoops. So 21 tablespoons of coffee grounds for 48 ounces. Alvaro's like, it's just easier to do 48. Thank goodness we did that because it filled it up to almost to the top to the point where I couldn't even put the lid on. Almost. That was really pushing it. So I think we're just going to stick around like, mm, I think 48 will be fine. But yeah, so we're going to see how that goes. Um, I will try it tomorrow. They say that it is stronger, uh, not as acidic, not as as bad for like your teeth like staining wise, which I feel like no matter what, it's the same color of coffee that you'd be drinking if it was hot. So maybe there's something with like the fact that you're heating it up 
to a high temperature, maybe that's what stains. Like that's what causes more of a stain to your teeth or the caffeine or the coffee to stain. I don't know. This is just as me just thinking here, thinking out loud. There has to be a science behind it. There's a science behind everything. Things just don't magically happen. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I am still trying to finish that dang book that I've been reading under the whispering door. And listen, I can relate so much with one of the main characters. And like, I know in my past episode, I'm like, oh, it's all about death. But it's more than that. It's like, it kind of gives you hope for the afterlife. It kind of talks to you about what other people go through when they experience loss and maybe like a middle ground, if you will. I don't know. It's just, I can relate to the person who's like, I'm here to help you cross over. And I'm like, oh God. And they're like, how do you deal with death every day? And and me, I'm answering like, I don't know. I just do, you know, but I don't know. It's, it's good. Again, it's one of those books that I know is going to have like a feel good ending, like very happy, but also like sad because I feel like the character is going to go somewhere. I don't know. It's good. You should. I'll actually, before I say it's good, it just got good. Like it took about 50% of the way for something to kind of shift. But um, I feel like this is how this author writes because in the last book I read, literally before this one, I had the same experience where it took me longer. So I'm just like, I told, I told my friend Sam, I was like, I don't know if I can read any more books from this author because I feel like it takes too long for something to change, something to like grab your attention, like your hand. But, but I will say that he does a really good job with like holding holding your attention as far as you being like okay something's about to happen something's about to happen right now something's about to happen right now 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 but right now and then it gets to the point where something does happen you're like oh my god I gotta keep reading and it's usually towards the end of the book I'm like I need something that is consistent throughout the whole thing I think that's why I really liked Verity Verity yeah that book is intense from the beginning. Just intense. I want someone else to read it so we can talk about it because I just want to talk to someone who is reading it for the first time and get their thoughts and opinions on it because the books that I am reading that are suggested by, to um, from Sam, she's already read. So she's like reliving it through me. I want to relive it through someone else. I want to experience what she's experiencing when I'm like, holy shit. She's like, I know, I know. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, this is so messed up. She's like, I know. I. What do you think? And I'm like, I can't. I don't think I can continue reading this. But I have to because it's so freaking good. And there's just all these twists and turns and Verity, you will read it in like a couple days. I read it in a week max, if that. But I, I was like, I this was I couldn't put it down. It was good. Although there were times where I was like, whew, that scene was a little intense. So I'm going to put you down, take a breather, and I'm going to try to get some sleep. I will say don't read that book before bed. I will just say that if you are a visual person, like you can take words and like visualize it. Do not read that book at night. 
that is just my suggestion. There was one night where I had a hard time sleeping. So yeah, read it, Verity. Um, but with, with that being said, I like that that's like my new saying, with that being said, with that being said, I need to move on from that. Move on from it. Okay, so I am recognizing in myself, realizing, recognizing that I am kind of getting bored of fiction. So I have been reading fiction books, it seems like recently, more than I typically do. Normally, I'm reading autobiographies, biographies, I'm reading books about things that I am curious about. So for example, I bought all these books on gardening. That would be something that I would that I would be reading on or or like hyper focused on. So I'm one of those that like researches, watches videos, like just all this stuff. But books are my favorite it, it like is my favorite way of learning. If it's something that I have to like mentally digest and then let that knowledge like I don't know I don't know then I have to like take that knowledge and then be like okay this is what I read on what to do and now I just need to do it I don't know I don't know if that makes sense but I like learning I guess is what I like learning about things and kind of being like a person that can talk about it and be like oh let me educate you on something or like let me tell you about something I learned and um with with that being said god I need to get over it I don't know why I don't know where that phrase came from I have no idea it's annoying I don't like it I hear myself say it in my ears and I don't like it it's cringe it's cringe and I need to stop but there are things in my life right now that I'm trying to focus on I like I think you know my previous and like my last episode I was like oh yeah you know like Shane was like it's like you manifested a garden and then boom you have a garden like that that's what I'm like there are certain things in my life that I'm just like okay now it's time to start working on that so of course I'm still on my fitness journey my health journey and I got part one down as far as working out like I don't even think about it anymore it's just like I wake up and it's just something that I do it is part of my morning routine and on Sunday it was 140 days which is wild to think about 140 days of working out and I feel my like my legs are getting muscular I'm losing like some back fat <laughs> like that lovely back fat like I'm, that's starting to like trim down so I'm seeing where parts of my body are changing even though like the weight or the number on the scale may not be going down but it's not going up so it's like I'm building muscle but the number on the scale isn't going down so I'm just like I mean I'm fine with that like don't get me wrong like I mentioned like I don't want to be skinny I want to be strong and toned and you know such but like yeah I'm noticing it like in my face I don't know like all good things right like I'm just like these are all really positive things it just Sucks sometimes when you weigh yourself and you're like, okay, well, there's that number, but the number doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter as long as it doesn't go up and doesn't go too far down. But, um, yeah. So next is the food portion of it, eating healthy, eating better, um, not as much. And so now I'm in this, this, this mode, this like, um, well, I guess it's like mood for and like craving 
information. Like I'm done with the fiction for right now. Fantasy land was fine. It was okay to have like these made up stories, but now I need some nonfiction. I need some more things that are reality based and scientific and educational. Like I need that. Not that those stories don't have like a lesson within the storyline, but I just need like to, I don't know. I just need something more with more. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying, but so I bought a book called intuitive eating, which is like your eating patterns, your habits, eating with purpose, not just like, you know, binge eating, whatever, like we'll see, I'll let you know what it really is. But it's just more of like just, yeah, intuitive eating. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited for that. So that will be the book that I read on my way to Chicago, I think. I did get a book, two books about money. Because listen, people, I am like a broken record, but I want better. I want to live v- comfortable, like beyond comfortable, I would say. I want to be able to have the convenience of of having enough money. And I feel like people don't talk about money ever. And so I think it's like, I think it's great that now it's it's becoming more normal to talk about m- money and like where each person is at with it. Like I know for me, I did an episode about like how I'm, I'm like a freak about saving and like don't want to spend it. And it, it like overwhelms me and makes me upset when... You know, Alvaro's like, hey, can we, and I'm like, what do you mean? We got to, what we got to do that? I didn't budget that. Like, that's not healthy. But then at the same time, if I didn't do that, then we probably wouldn't have any money in savings. I don't know. It's just like learning about money is good. And so I bought two books, one book that was recommended to me years ago by my cousin in Indiana. And she was like, you should read um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read the Dave Ramsey book. That's what like the the whole program like helped us, you know, pay our debt off and blah, blah, blah. And um, <clears throat> yeah, so my cousin was like, you know, you should read more than just one. I'm like, yeah, I agree. But right now, like this is what I'm focusing on. I'll read those books later down the line. So five years later, <laughs> I bought Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then the Netflix show that I uh, talked about in la- the last episode with Remit. I think his name is Remit. Rem- I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Also, why am I saying pretty like that? Pretty sure. I'm rolling those R's. Pretty sure. Um, kind of rolling those R's. It was more like my lips flapping together. <laughs> like, gross. <laughs> why did I say that? Um, no, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, he was on the Girls Gotta Eat podcast and so I'm like I need to buy his book hello so that was like an obvious like I got to purchase it it's a different it's a different mindset on how money should be spent managed and you know saved invested whatever than maybe what rich dad poor dad is about I don't even know what that's about really but yeah we'll see we'll see that's gonna come after food and stuff is you know, kind of figured out kind of like habit trend is, is going on, but I at least have my books lined up of like, okay, this is it. So I most likely will read the intuitive, intuitive eating 
And then the nutritionist that I actually follow on YouTube, she recommended four other books. And so I'm like, well, I got to read those because it's more of like, you know, like not like self-love, but like loving your body, how it feels, you know, not just like what you look like or like how do you feel internally like when you eat something and I don't know like how that impacts your mind because if you don't feel good then you start thinking negatively about the way that you appear and you're like oh I feel like crap on the inside so I look like crap on the outside like it taught like the, the books like talk about the mindset behind our negative thinking and, and trying to make it more of a positive thing like we should all have a healthy relationship with food like we shouldn't think so negative about food like if like if I decide to eat Taco Bell there's days where I will like text Shane and I'm like oh my god I had Taco Bell or like the next day I had Taco Bell last night I regret it it made me feel like shit it made me shit so it was like it's like oh I talk so negative about it I feel so bloated I, bleh, I look gross but really it's like I should have just been able like I fucking enjoyed my food it was awesome and I feel great, even though, I mean, I could be lying to myself, but at least it's training my mindset to be like, it's okay to eat that food. Anyways, I'm going on this like whole thing, but this is like what I'm talking about. Like I miss things like this where my fiction books are very like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. And this happened and this happened. Like it, to me, there's not a whole lot of deep thinking going on because the story is just given to you. We're like with the information, you can go this way, that way, this way, this way or that way. So I don't know. I don't know. I could be like my own weird way of thinking, but I just miss those type of type of books right now. And so I'm going to transition into reading some of those and then I'll get bored of those and then go back to my fiction, which leads me to a court of thorns and roses I did buy that book series um my friend co-worker Sam my book club pal my book club club gal she was like you have to read the Akatar series and I'm like Akatar what the what is that and then she's like oh a court of thorns and roses sorry I'm just so used to using like the abbreviation Akutar Akutar so I'm like, okay, what is it about? She's like, it's fantasy. And I'm like, okay, well, that's going to have to wait. That's going to be on pause until I'm ready to read it. I bought the box set because I'm like, why am I just going to buy the first book? Like I may actually like it. And it seems like a very popular fantasy series. And so I was just like, people say it's a little spicy, spicy, but I'm just like, we'll see. Um, no, I trust those people. They're like, it's a little spicy in this book. And I'm like, okay, well, nothing that 50 shades of gray didn't teach me. God, God, I can't believe my grandma read those books and has the, and had the box set, which now I own because that I found it in her room. And I was like, I'm taking these because I remember we read them together. I'm like, grandma, did you finish the second book? She's like, yeah. And then for Christmas, I would buy her those movies. And she'd be like, why did you buy me that movie? I can't watch these in front of grandpa. And I'm like, well, I don't know. And then she's like, I watched that movie. It's not as good as the book. I'm like, okay. Jeez, I miss her. Um, but yeah, so I will read that series. It's five books and they are fat ass books. Like at least three of out of the five are huge. I have not opened them yet. Like I opened, like I took the packaging out and like I took one out, but I didn't like open it. You know, like when you 
open a book and it's like a like you feel it like crease and you're like oh god it's it took you know why did the book do that and it's like well you opened it yeah I haven't done that yet with it so I don't know what the font looks like which sometimes sometimes I base a book off of the font like if it's too big I'm like no thanks like I don't want to read that if it's too small no thanks you have to be right in the middle because I need to not be able to struggle to read, but I also don't want to feel like I'm five years old re- reading what five-year-old can read, though. I mean, you guys get it. Like, I don't want it to look like the font size of a five-year-old wrote it. Not as sloppy, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, this book is going to be too quick. It seems going to be over too quick when the font is that big. Or sometimes it's so big that they end up adding more pages and it's like, wow, this book is way too big. I'm never satisfied. Um, but yeah, so just need to move on from fiction books right now. I like that my whole episode is probably about books. I need to move on. Um, I have, I have two additional pen pals now. So it's not just my friend Jess and occasionally my mom. It is now my sister-in-law and my eight-year-old nephew. We write snail mail. We write letters to each other. And they live in Moses Lake. So I'm like, this is actually fun because they are like four or five hours away from us. And so it's quite a bit of distance and we don't see them very often. So I thought this would be a really great way to keep in touch because, I mean, an eight-year-old isn't going to text me. And I think it's like an important thing to teach your kids, like to write a letter, take the time, write the letter. It means so much. Like, I don't know. I think it's a very... Something was on my microphone. I think it's a very nice thing. Like I, I, like I mentioned, it's nice to get something in the mail that's addressed to you that's not a freaking bill or junk mail or anything like that. You're just like, oh my God, this is cute. Someone wrote me a little nice card. Even if it's just a card that's like thinking of you, like send it, sign it and call it a day. You know, you at least took the time to sign it and put it in the envelope and address it and put a returning address on it and put that lovely forever stamp in the right hand corner. You know what I'm saying? Maybe put like a lovely sticker on the back of the back of the envelope to really make sure that it's sealed. So then that way, you know, when someone's fucking around with your mail and they opened it, that that sticker would be ripped. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. You can get real fancy with it. Anyway, so yeah, I'm really excited. His letter that he wrote me, the first one, it made me cry. It made me cry. It was so stinking cute. It was so cute. He told me he does karate. And like we knew that he did karate, but like the way he wrote it, he was like, I do karate. We don't fight. We train. I'm like, oh my God, you're so cute. And he's like, I know how to count to five in Japanese. I'm like, oh my God. And then he talked about Transformers. And I'm just like, oh my I can't handle this. Like, this is its so sweet. Like, I'm just crying. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do when I have kids and they never write me a letter? No, it's just fun. It's cute. Um, My garden. So we had game night on Saturday, which was fun, as always. I mean, the first game night was a lot of fun. This game night, a lot of fun. We didn't start playing games, though, until later. It was almost like a barbecue. Like, we were having a cookout and just hanging out and having fun with great friends, company, you know, family. It was it was a good time. Wasn't, like, a huge group, but, like, just the right amount where it's not 
it's not too much, too many people. And it's like not enough, you know, when you're just like, there's not enough people here. Like I'm talking, I've been talking to the same person for the last hour and a half, two hours. Whereas when you have the right amount of people, there is a nice mixture of like, I talked to you for 10 minutes. Now I'm talking to you. Now I'm talking to you. And well, this is what I was talking about. This was a, oh wait, I overheard that. Like you're close enough to also overhear your neighbor's conversation. And then you chime into that. And then you go back to your conversation that you were having. You're like, excuse me. Hey, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Done with you. Okay. Yeah. So at least that's how I am because I can listen to people's conversations around me and one word, it takes one word and you've got my attention. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, hold on. Sorry. I have to, li- I have to really zone in on this real quick. No, it was a good time. It was fun. My dad barbecued. We made ceviche, which if you don't know what that is, look it up. I'm not going to explain what it is. It's seafood. <sighs> Although Jess doesn't like ceviche. And my mom was like, I get it. My mom was just like, well, somebody doesn't like. And she's like, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, Jess. We all have our dislikes. It's okay. We're just giving you a hard time. And we'll probably continue to give you a hard time. I mean, at one point she was like, fine. I'm just going to say I'm allergic. And it's like, that makes us feel better. Don't say you don't like it. Just say you're allergic to it. That's what. You, that's all you have to do. That is what you have to do. I am realizing people come with you and are being stupid. I'm allergic to t- stupidity. Stop right there. I'm allergic to that. (laughs) Oh, you're being dumb right now? I'm allergic to that too? I'm allergic to dumbness. Stop. (laughs) Oh, you don't know what you're doing? I'm allergic to that. I need to be around people who know what they're doing. I'm allergic to people who don't. You see what I'm saying? Like you could just say that and be done. I like that my example didn't have to do anything with food. Like it had to do with people like acting a certain way. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, my, like, so my garden, going back to my garden, there's flowers. My tomato plants have flowers. My tomatillo plants have flowers. Um, which talking about, I, uh, my grandpa called me yesterday, talked to me for, talked to me for like two, two and a half hours. And the bulk of that conversation was me with my notebook and him talking to me about the plants that he has grown in the past in his garden what my grandma allowed him to grow, what things he has grown and she did not like and he was not allowed to grow anymore because she wasn't going to eat them and hated cooking them and preparing them and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, so the type of onion you want to get are Walla Walla yellow onion. The kind of you want to get Yukon Goldens and Yukon Reds. Then you want to like, I'm just like, okay. And then he's like, and then you got to prune back your tomatoes and with your tomatoes you got to pollinate those sometimes you got to do it manually you know what that is you know what to do and he doesn't really talk like that but he does kind of have like a well now what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna want to that's how he talks I'm just speeding it up so it gives him a little bit more of a southern accent but I mean he talks really slow he's like and then what you're gonna want to do you know now that I'm thinking about it did you plant any lettuce and I'm like, no, well, why not? And I'm like, oh, my God, I just didn't want to chance it this year, Grandpa. I'm just like, please don't. 
He's like, and then you know what other tomatoes are really good? He's like, oh, wait, no, let's talk about radishes. Radishes, German giants. Those guys are big and they got a lot of kick to them. And then you got the champions. And I'm like, okay, I'm right. He's like, you writing this down? I'm like, yes, I'm writing this down. I got it. I'm like, radishes, German giants, a lot of kick. I literally wrote that. And I'm like, champions. And I go, and your third radish? I put a question mark because you can't remember the name. And he started laughing. And I'm just like, oh, my. God, it was a lot. He told me how to fertilize things, eggshells and Rolos for calcium. He said, grind those up. Listen, people who like gardening, grind, grind those up, put it around the plant and then you water it and then it goes into the soil and that's going to give the tomato plants the calcium that they need. I mean, this guy grew up on a farm, so like I trust him. And whenever he grew anything in his garden, it always succeeded. Like it was just like it succeeded so quickly. Like it was like you have such healthy soil and like a whole greenhouse that's like the size, if not bigger. No, it's bigger than my living room. It is huge. I'm just like, ugh. the man has a thermometer or a temperature keeper like hanging in there. And then he has like a whole hosing watering system. And just it's it's a good time. It's a good time. But I do think that talking to him or letting him talk to me about gardening really motivated him to now want to go into the greenhouse, clean it up, and get his garden going. So with what he can plant now, so he's like, I may go into town and go look to see what they have. And blah, 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 blah. You know what I haven't been able to find? I haven't been able to find. I'm like, okay, so do you want me to look for them down here? Well, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, and if you find some, I wouldn't mind if you could pick me up some and I'll pay you back. I'm like, grandpa. Let me get a word in, please. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. So, no, but it's nice hearing from him. I'm glad that he's doing well. Um, But, yeah, so my tomatoes are flowering. Got to pollinate those or help them along the way. And, yeah, so we'll see. My, my zucchini were looking a little like the leaves got a little burnt, maybe, on a couple of them. So we'll keep an eye on those. Um, my herbs look really good. They look really good. The basil is getting big already. Last week we had a really nice sunny week. So that really helped. Like it really helped. Um, so yeah, we'll see how the rest of the season goes and then (sighs) deep breath. And then I will plan better next year. Next year, is going to be so much fun. Like I am going to buy seeds. I'm going to do the whole thing from the beginning and then like, you know, like trans, like put them into, it's just going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm going to have like this whole thing. Um, but yeah, my garden is beautiful so far, (laughs) so far things aren't getting crazy big, but it's beautiful. Um, I'm almost done. I actually just realized that I, for the first time, do not have like a journal to write in. So I really like journaling. Journaling, whenever I need to get my thoughts out and it's something that I just like don't want to talk about or like verbally, I would rather write it down or if I have any ideas or like what's next for me or, you know, whatever. Then I write it down. And so like last night I wrote, for like 30 minutes instead of reading I charged my nook 
and um, I wrote, I was writing and I realized that I literally have maybe two pages left in my journal and I'm like, okay, time for a new one. I don't have one. I do not like journaling and spiral notebooks, spiral bound notebooks. I like to do like the ones that are glued, binded, glued. And those ones I really enjoy, like kind of like a bullet journal, but like with lines, (laughs) not bullet points or bullets. And so I have one, but it's kind of like a travel journal. Like the whole thing is covered in a map. And like it has like traveling like quotes in it throughout the whole thing. So to me, when I look at it, I'm like, oh, this is my travel journal. But when am I traveling? Why can't I just use it as a normal journal? This is me. This is my way of thinking. And so now I'm like, nope, mm -mm, I can't use that journal. Like that journal is being saved for when I travel. But then I'm like, I have and I made a journal. I literally, you guys, like for Christmas, my secret pal two years ago, like before I left um, my job the first time, um, I got like a journal with pens and it was a Wizard of Oz one. And I'm like, girl, did I say that I liked Wizard of Oz? I'm pretty sure you had this sitting around and you were like, I got to get rid of it, which is fine because then I took a paper paper bag and I re- did re- put a brand new cover over it. Like I was just like, I am putting this paper bag over it. And I literally wrote Adventures and Beyond in it in my letter, hand lettering. And so I'm like, this is my travel journal. I put Polaroid pictures in it. I decorate it. I make it really cute. This is my traveling journal. So why can I not use the other one as a journal? Because again, my mind has already designated that journal for traveling entries, which is ridiculous. (laughs) And so because it's also thick. It's a good size to have as just like a normal everyday journal that I could carry with me. But the only thing is, is that it's also heavy. So it's like, I don't want, I don't want a journal like that. I like I'm a little bit thin with lots of pages, but they're not huge. Like, I don't know. This one is just too big. So I've decided that when I'm out and about, whenever I'm out and about, I don't like purchasing journals online. I like to actually shop for a journal because I feel like when you see it, you're just like, yes, this is my journal that I can look at every single day when I need it. It brings me comfort. It's mine. It is speaking to me. I know it's a weird, like it's like a woo woo thing, but like, this is how I feel. I feel like items like pick you and you pick it. Not, you know, not just like, Oh, I pick you. It's like, you spoke to me. (laughs) This is very woo woo y, but like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like if you're going to put your thoughts and sometimes they're your deepest thoughts And it's something I feel like you should have this connection with it when you look at it, that it's appealing. It is something that you want to open. It is something that you want to share your secrets to or just get your thoughts out on paper. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that is crazy, but like, that's how I feel about my journals. Like, I'm just like, yeah, you're my best friend right now. Let me take this pen and let me write in you. (laughs) But yeah, that's just that's just how it is. Right. But, um, yeah, I need to get more journals. Maybe I'll find one in Chicago. And then it will be like, I got this journal in Chicago. Like, it's not from Oregon. I got it out of state. You can't find it here. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Watch it happen. I'm manifesting it right now. I'm going to buy a journal in Chicago. Now I have to. <sighs> but anyways, I hope everyone has a great rest of your week. I will be back next week. 
and I will. Oh, well, thank you so much for listening, by the way. Thank you for listening. All right. I will catch you all on the next one. Bye, guys.